22-year absence, the Boston Celtics are NBA champions once again. Back to full. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Seven seconds. They got Benetarian range. I'll tell you, what Tom Brady just did gives me goosebumps. Wide again for Tierney. Tierney's cross. Lucic, top of the circle, Horton, the drive, score! The Bruins knock out Montreal! Welcome to the Boston Sports Extra podcast. My name is Justin Gonzalez, and alongside me here is Gabrielle Starr. And we are here to bring you the latest and greatest Red Sox news and information and podcasting content. What's up, Gabrielle? How you doing? I've been better. How you feeling? All right. So we I'm not are happy. I'm just like, I, you know, I'm just not happy, honestly. Like, I'm just, first of all, pretty much a letdown after last night's game. Last night's game was like some great playoff stuff, but also just yeah. like, I'm so sick of the Yankees. We've seen them twice in the past <laughs> two and a half weeks, and now we're seeing them again. And they're riding this momentum from like the wild card game, and like Judge is healthy and Didi's healthy, and Severino's not, you know, Severino's first half Severino and not second half. Like I could keep going, but honestly, like it just makes me feel worse every word that I'm saying. So I'm just gonna say not great. So okay. if if you guys if you guys couldn't tell from that we are recording on uh, the Wednesday night of the wild card game the the wild card game literally just ended a minute ago like um, so, literally we just watched the last hour. yeah what yeah. twenty seconds ago it, it was it was <laughs> you to yeah record during the game you're like it's already basically over that was like you're in the just not a real baseball fan that was the, that was the eighth inning justin that wasn't even like a thing like i don't even want to hear it from you let let's 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 hear it from me because i want to defend myself okay let's just get right into this um we were th- this episode was dependent on who was going to win the matchup between the a's and the yankees obviously because you know the episode could go one way or another but um listen the a's were at a disadvantage from the get go. Oh yeah, they were, totally. They were they were they were starting they were starting a bullpen. You know they had a bullpen game. They had no true starter Which out there. Which has to... never happened in wild card. Right. In, deci- it... in in the history of a deciding game in the postseason, no yeah. team has ever started with has done ever done a bullpen game in a must win game. Yeah, it, it's just it it wasn't looking good from the start. Okay, they they brought out no, a guy who yeah. who you know I don't even know like. Uh, I don't even know who he was. I've heard of him, but you know he was nothing special, not nothing noteworthy. And then they went to Lutrevino from the get go, one of their better bullpen guys, and he couldn't get the job done. And then Red you know Sox, what? Sorry, the Red Sox just Instagrammed a picture for ALDS, and it says "We want New York." And I'm just like, you know, I, it goes back to like the rivalry tweet from like yeah. December, like. Yeah which I'm trying to find now when they <laughs> tweeted rivalry. And I was just yeah. like, and I literally responded to the tweet in December and I was like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, yeah, no, nah, that wasn't, that wasn't the greatest moment. Red Sox Twitter, but you know, like and the, here we the, are for the, the first time since 2004. Yeah. The A's, the A's offense is not consistent enough to keep up with the Yankees offense. The, the bullpens are, uh, I, I would, I would say close to evenly matched. Um, the defense close to evenly matched, um, but you know what? 
at the end of the day, when it comes down to to home field advantage, with the which the Yankees had, you know, I mean, going to the Yankee Stadium is like going into into Fenway years ago when when it was rocking. You know what I mean? Yankee Stadium is one of the most intimidating places to play in now more than ever, I think. And you know what? It, it was a big ask for the A's. You know, no one expected them to. They won ninety seven games. Everyone expected them to be a 500 team. They won 97 games. So, you know what? I got to give tip my hat to Oakland. We'll see them next year. They're going to be a better team next year. Um, I mean, but, the thing is, they're the lowest payroll in baseball. The fact that they yeah. got this far with the pieces that they did is honestly so impressive. Like, you have to tip your cap to them, really. Yes. But it, and, and, and it goes back to... I don't know if you saw the article. Someone posted this article today that was like basically saying, like, it has to be New York and Boston this weekend. And, and basically saying, like, MLB needs that. And I was like, isn't anyone sick of – I mean, I know the Sox and Yankees haven't faced each other in the postseason since 2004. Yeah. But am I the only person that's sick of the same, like, six teams being in the postseason every year for what feels like the last – like, the Dodgers just won the, and the for the sixth straight year. We've won for the third straight year. The Yankees are back, just won their second back-to-back wild card. Like the Indians yeah. have been there every year. The Cubs have been there every year. Like the Brewers, Braves, and A's were outliers. And you kind of yeah. root for those teams because it's like, honestly, otherwise, and Rockies. Like, what are we all playing? Yeah, and the Rockies. But the Rockies yeah. have been there more than the Brewers. Like the Rockies no, they have. were there right. in 07. And yes. even though I have to say the Rockies still to this day have never actually won their division. They've only been to the playoffs by virtue of being a wild card team. <laughs> They've never in the history of their franchise actually won <laughs> their division. Yeah. But anyway, the point is you kind of you, you want those like wild card, te- literal wild card teams to make it in there because that's what baseball is about. Like it's about no, the unexpected and it's not. You know, otherwise, you know, these big teams having a monopoly, having all the money, it's like a totally unbalanced system. It's like that's not well, what baseball is supposed to be. You want tell these you wild runs by teams like the Brewers. So I'll tell you why this year's different. Okay. First of all, I, I can't even remember. I don't know if the Yankees or Red Sox have ever faced each other in the ALDS. I don't know. I don't I don't think so. So that's different. Okay. If you go out there and you treat it like a normal series in the regular season, which the, the Red Sox can do, and they 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 sweep them like they have last time. I mean, that's it. It's over. You don't have there's no game seven. I know there's a game five, but it, you know, it treats like a game seven. But you know what? Like it's a little bit easier and the Red Sox have um, home field advantage. Only we've actually weirdly, apparently we've only played I don't see how this is possible. But according to like the rivalry page on Wikipedia, which obviously I know is not 100% reliable, mm-hmm. but a, apparently we've only faced them three times in the postseason. Wait, there's no way that's right. No, there's no, there's no way that's right. No. We, no. Mm-mm. There's no way. Sorry. There, that's fucking... Um, let me look. Hold on. Yeah, no, that, that, that no, can't be right. No, because we've faced them, like, you know, we have Boone, we have... Buckner, so that's two right there that I can think of. Yeah, um, yeah. Season by season results. So, so I can't here, here's, 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 here's the point. Okay. <laughs> I love how there's a the Yankees violence, violence over rivalry. Yeah, a guy well, that's, that's going to be a headliner. A Yankees fan in New Hampshire was arrested and charged with second degree murder for killing two people outside a bar, which resulted from an argument over the rivalry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's that. That's a precursor for the for the rivalry, I guess. But and, and in 2010, the Boston police arrested a Yankees fan for stabbing a Red Sox fan over an argument about the rivalry. Right. So, 
if you're out there and you're a Yankees or a Red Sox fan, violence is not the answer. It's only a game. And you know what? Whether one team wins or another, uh, it's, it's not going to affect your life tomorrow. So just uh, remember that, please. Um, but you know what? These are the best these teams have ever been while facing each other in the playoffs. And that excites me. It doesn't me. make me feel – it's exciting, but also like, it's I exciting. like I'm on the verge of vomiting. Here's if you're a Red Sox fan, here's 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 some things to look look forward to. You got Chris Sale coming back. Chris Sale is unleashed against everybody. Okay, I don't care if he's her or not. He's Chris Sale. Okay, he will find out a way to strike out whoever is batting in front of him. You got MVP Mookie Betts. You got MVP JD Martinez on your team. Okay, you have Xander Bogarts who has a higher slugging percentage than Stanton. Okay, hundred RBIs. You have Andrew Benintendi, who always does well against the Yankees, especially in Yankee Stadium. All right. Um, who else? Porcello had a really good outing against the Yankees last time he faced the Yankees. Price had a decent – well, not the last time he faced against the Yankees in Yankee Stadium. But when he was in Fenway, he killed it. He killed it against the Yankees. Okay? So, I, I think there's – we are going to stress out. Everyone is going to stress out on both sides. Okay, if you're not stressing out, you really don't get the 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 realness of the situation. Okay, this is going to be an amazing series. It it will probably go five games. If if it doesn't go five games, I'd be shocked. And they're all going to be blowouts, just like they were in the regular season. Now I know you're saying, you know, oh, regular season, it doesn't count. You know, it's all washed away. But you know what? These teams are going to face each other, and they're going to do what they know is they're going to do what they know is successful against each other. And that is, you know, you're going to win with your bats and you got to shut down when you have to shut down as a pitcher. Now, it, I mean, it, it's, it is, it is, it is scary though. I got, I, I got to admit. Yeah. I, I, I got to admit. Now here's, here's another thing. Okay. So you, we have, we have, um, J Hap starting, <laughs> we have J Hap starting game one, uh, against sale game. Yes, two. J Hap and his, uh, his generosity at giving us two of our 10 season grand slams. Yes. He, 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 he gave up two. Yeah. Th that's, that's a real gentleman right there. He gave up two grand slams uh, against the Red Sox this season. Uh, you love to see that. That's a good precursor for the series for the Red Sox. Um, and then game two, I believe would be uh, price against Tanaka. If it's price Tanaka. Good. That's going to be the longest. I mean, that's going to top the 04 games, no doubt. It's two of the slowest yeah. pitchers in baseball. We'll be there till 7 a.m. Yeah, no. I, well, you know what? Then that, that's, that's fine because the, the day off on Sunday, so they can just sleep it off. Well, I don't, but regardless, everyone I'm, else. I'm saying be. the Red Sox do. I don't, <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. I have to deal with my team. I don't care how much sleep you're getting. All I need is my team healthy. I need my team going. I need my team fighting to the death yeah. okay uh, well, all right, you know what? all right all right and you know what they were so lame the last two alds that i'm expecting three times the energy now oh Channel it's the energy is going to be all, insane take all the energy you didn't put into beating the astros last year yeah and channel it because you know what if this series goes five games, it's back at Fenway for the fifth game. And if we lose that game, it means Aaron Boone owns Fenway Park. And I honestly might kill myself. Aaron Boone will never own Fenway Park no matter what he does. Okay. And you I'm not you, okay. You, I'm so not okay. You you'll be fine. You'll be fine. I'm not I'm just, yeah. okay. It's not okay. We have Steve Pierce on our team. Okay. Who who owns the Yankees already? Okay, this year he has a fourteen forty eight OPS against the Yankees. Uh, <laughs> that is just un unheard of. Un yeah, well, he had a three-homer game, and then the next night, his first at-bat, he homered again. 
Yeah. And then what he had like a, last two weeks ago, he had a grand slam. Yeah. Was yeah. That this week? So uh, it was last. Was that the last series or the second to last series? No, that that was the last series. That was the last All series. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah There's the game where we lost. Yeah. We, 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 we lost that game. And four, no, six. We had six runs, and five of them were Steve Pierce RBIs. And one of them was Zach Britton walking in a run. Yeah. And no one else on the team did anything. Yeah, no, it, it was the Steve Pierce show, which I, I think that it's just it's just a given that he's going to start against the Yankees. Now, he you has have, to um, start against the Yankees. Yeah, no, he will. He will. Especially uh, Moreland. It's not like Moreland has been so great. No, like, well, you know what? He's been getting better, but the past his his numbers have free fallen from the beginning of the season. Like he he peaked yeah. in May June, and ever mm-hmm. since then, whoo, all the way down. He, he like, fell off the face of the face of the planet. Which is but you know what? I really, but he's a great first baseman, so I really yes. hate and I love him, so I hate to see it. But like obviously stakes are too high. Like I can't be sentimental during the postseason because it's like you know what? If we're eliminated from the ALDS three years in a row, I, there's like there's nothing you can say. I I don't I don't think that's going to happen honestly. Th- this team uh, Alex Cora Alex Cora will will not let this get to this guy's heads. Our bullpen. Okay? Our bullpen though. Listen, their their bullpen isn't isn't a whole lot better. Okay? I I know you you saw what happened today, but Severino that was all dependent on Severino having a really good start, which he probably won't do against the A's. The Red Sox okay, offense yeah, is but... a better is a better offense than the A's is. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I don't I, I don't I don't think guys like Zach Britton who had a shaky game tonight and David Robinson and who else Chad Green those guys don't really scare me Chapman doesn't scare me at all Patances doesn't scare me he always shits the Patances bed against against the... yeah that's true but you know, you know what, I mean? what I have to say what scares me more is the fact that we have to rely on our starters to get through multiple innings because yeah. you know what we our starters are 0 and 19 in the postseason no, yeah, that and- doesn't make that doesn't make me feel good like literally at this point it's like okay i'm trying to stay positive but there are major glaring issues with every facet of this team we have well, of course a bunch of either unproven or terrible postseason starters like david yeah. price then we have And, like, I don't want people coming at me saying, like, oh, well, David Price has been amazing this year. I'm not saying David Price hasn't been amazing this year. I'm saying if you look at David Price in his, like, nine postseasons that he's been to, his numbers are terrible. When you combine that with the fact that it's David Price versus the Yankees, you have a lot of reasons to be concerned because they are in his head and he is not – he already doesn't do well in the postseason. So, like, I'm sorry. That's literally just, like, those are those are facts and numbers, and, like, that's not something that you can argue. You have Chris uh, Sale, yeah. who is both coming off an injury and did not do well in the postseason last year. You have Porcello, who's, like, maybe the biggest question mark in baseball. And then you have whoever the hell they start for hopefully a game four. Like, Evaldi. you really – and then, right, probably Evaldi because he's great yeah. against the Yankees. But the point mm-hmm. is, like, that's really not a confidence booster. No, it's not. And then you have the fact that our lineup is very hot and cold. Yeah. Then you have the fact that on top of that, the Yankees lineup is hot. Like, Luke Voigt is disgusting and terrifying. And then, of course, there's the fact that our bullpen is terrible. So, yes. like, people telling me to calm down, like, I'm not going to calm down because I'm laying out for you four enormous reasons – why you actually should have cause for concern about this series. Yeah. It's not no, like it's not in my head. It's not me being paranoid. It's 
And also the fact that we went five and five in our last 10, like obviously regular season games don't count, but this team has had a lot of time to sit on its ass waiting for the rest of the league to catch up because we qualified for the postseason on September 11th. Right. No, and, we and you know what? Everything we wanted to do in September, we completed by like September 20th. We won our 100th game. We broke it. We set a new franchise win record. We clinched the division against New York. Like we did everything we needed to do with so much time left in the season that the boys have just been sitting there. And what I always think of, which first of all is what happened the last two years also. Mm-hmm. And so what I always think is, you know what? It's better when you have to fight till the end because you don't have any time to like stop and think and like sit and worry. You just got to go. You got to push through. You got to build your momentum. You just have to keep going. And like the fire is lit. And right now the Yankees have a huge fire lit under them because they just won the wild card game. Yeah. No, and we've I, just I, been sitting I, yeah. around waiting for people. And hanging well, out. And Cora has all this time to overthink shit and like maybe put Drew Pomerantz on the postseason roster. Like the amount of stuff that might be happening behind the scenes right now because they have so much time on their hands is what is what's going to what's going to kill them. So more than let, let me let me let me scare you even more right now. Okay. Oh no! What I let me I let me say I'm done ranting and now you're gonna no. make it worse. I wanna I wanna I wanna make it worse. Okay. Great, Justin. Thanks. Love you. Palmer Pomeranz has d- a two point. Don't say two, that name to me. Pomeranz has a two point eight six ear point eight six ERA against the Yankees this season. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to our producers, um, but I fuck you. I don't want him on the on the postseason on the postseason roster. Okay, I don't let's want just get, him let's just get this, let's get this in straight. Major League ballpark. I don't okay. even want him wearing. I don't even want him wearing cleats around the house. Right. Okay. But I want him like in a in a padded cell somewhere. I think so. He this can't is, hurt anyone. I think I think that's a really big reason why he might make the postseason roster against the against the Yankees. I think Alex Cora trusts him a little too much still. And that's frightening. How the hell to say. do you trust Drew fucking Collins? I don't. I don't. Let's get. I don't. I don't. I don't trust. I don't trust the guy to make me a sandwich. But you know what? I. I. I am afraid that if Velasquez and Brian Johnson didn't make the postseason roster, I. I have a feeling that Pomeranz might. We still have a day to figure it out. I don't think he will. Still, you know what I mean. It's. It's a really out there kind of tactic to have in the postseason. But um, I mean, I guess time will tell. Uh, Velasquez has a, a, a zero ERA against the Yankees this season in three three innings pitched. Uh, Hembry has a three ERA in three innings pitched. So yeah, it's not Velasquez, like Velasquez isn't on the roster right now. They well, told him he's not on the roster. He, I mean, they, I think they, I, obviously he, which I think is a mistake, quite frankly. But, you can still add him, and I also think still, I also know? think it's a mistake that I also think it's a mistake that Brian Johnson's not on the roster. I think so too because you you do need because a, Brian that, Johnson that and Hector reliever. Velasquez both can go long and they both have also started games. Yeah, and they've clo- like and they've closed. Like yeah, Bron- those are two of the most versatile guys. I mean, obviously, no one in our bullpen is consistent, which is a huge problem. But the point is, if you're gonna if you're gonna keep inconsistent guys, if you have to have a giant bunch of inconsistent bullpen guys, it's at least better to have the ones that can like once in a while pull a game out of their ass. Like yeah. In various ways, as opposed to like the guy that you know is going to blow the ninth inning every time and can't even do anything else. I, I don't. I don't think. I don't. I, I don't know because you know what? Like Alex Cora can say at the last second, "Okay, we're going to have Lasses back onto the roster." You know what I mean? Like they, it, just because he said they're not on the roster as of right now doesn't mean that he can't go back and add them. But I mean, yes, listen, of we'll, we, you know, what I mean, we'll we'll see. I guess. I mean, I don't know who else is out there for him to really add. Uh, I guess you could add Bobby Pointer if you wanted to. Uh, you could Pointer add. No, he hasn't. He hasn't been bad at all. But I, I don't know. I, I think I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know about Pointer. He, he's, a, he's a question mark. Like a good one. I mean, you know what Pointer, I mean? Like, Pointer, well, the thing is, like, you know, it's the whole thing of, like, the devil you know versus the devil you don't know. And, right, exactly. and one of the biggest problems with our bullpen is that basically most of the guys in our bullpen have never even played in a postseason. Yes, yes, that's that's a, that's a big thing. That's a so big it's thing. Like, it's like, do you want to know? You want to go with the guys that you know suck? Like with our starters, you don't really have a choice. Like David Price, you don't really have a choice. You need right. your postseason starters. Right. So it's like, all right, we're just gonna have to like hope that this will be like the first time in like 15 years that David Price hasn't sucked in a postseason game. And like, don't even, no one even talked to me about last year's relief stints because that doesn't count. That's not his job. <laughs> like yeah that's great congratulations you pitched like three innings when we like got our asses handed to us by the- like fine we weren't as good of a team last year yeah. your job is not to pitch as a reliever your job is to be our starter we pay you 32 million dollars a year to win these kinds of games and that yes. means going at least five innings and not giving up five home runs to the yankees that that is ideal um <clears throat> i just want to i want to um Kind of get this out there. My thoughts on Stephen Wright against the Yankees. I think I, I don't. I don't think that they're going to go to him in the eighth inning. He has a seven seven point seven one ERA in two and a third innings pitched against the Yankees this season. Um, I don't. Uh, you know, knowing knowing those oh. numbers and also relying on the knuckleball, which is inconsistent in the first place. I, I don't think that it's right for to bring in Wright. Uh, no pun intended. Um, um, in a high leverage situation against the, this offense, the Sox and the Yankees have met in the playoffs nineteen times. Yeah, the run yeah, differential in those well nineteen games, the run okay. differential in those nineteen games ninety eight ninety one Yankees. So so could be a lot worse. <laughs> could be a lot worse, especially considering actually you know what if you think about it, we had that one game where it was like nineteen to eight that we lost against them. Yeah. So yeah, that's, like, uh, that's that's basically it right there. No, yeah, that 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 yeah, I think the Red Sox would have had a positive differential in in, in lieu of that I mean, game. Nineteen to eight, so like literally, you know. Whatever. Yeah, well, um, but so I I don't I don't know. You know what? And then Porcello has a, has a seven point five ERA in in six innings pitched against the Yankees. Erod has a five point four ERA in five innings pitched against the Yankees. But you know what? This whole I, series is going to come down to is offensive. It's it's off, offensive power. It, it, that's it. It's I just mean, it's going to be a slugfest. The Red Sox need to win. The Red Sox need to win one. Ideally, the first game. Well, ideally, both you have to the win first the first game. Games. But the Red Sox. But yeah. the Red Sox need to win the first game because the point is. They've had so much time off, and they've had all of this time to stress and sit around and do whatever the hell they're doing. Yeah. But they have no momentum. And that matters. Like, I know it sounds crazy and stupid and, like, hooky and hippie, whatever, like, vibes matter. But you know what? The postseason is a completely different animal. Yes, it is. Yeah, you're right. It is a sprint at the end of a marathon. It is, like, the last – it is the last sprint. And you, like – you need to power through it. You need the adrenaline. You need to be like in the zone. You need to be pumped up. And that was always the David Ortiz thing was he was always ready to freaking go. And yeah. so many of on this team locked in like that. And it really, when the guys are not locked in like that, it really messes with the clubhouse culture. And that is when you see games like us losing, you know, getting shut out these 19 to eight kind of scores where we're just blown out of the water. And you know what, if that even happens once this weekend, I don't think we will win. And it'll be, a, it'll be a damn shame because this team is in so many ways magnificent. Yeah. But you know what? 
three L if we're limited for the third year in a row, like like there's literally like I will have nothing to say. Well, you can have something to say because you know what you can say? No, I'll be Dave a total D- Dave D- words, Justin. Dave Dombrowski messed up at the trade deadline. Okay? Yeah, he messed up that. at the trade deadline. I'm ready to say that even if this team won a World Series, I am ready to say that. I am ready to write I mean, I an entire ready, documentary about that. it. I was ready to say that like two weeks. Like I tried to I tried to stay positive right after it happened. I said, you know what? Like the way this team is playing, maybe it'll be fine. Yeah. That was that was like, but the trade deadline was really before all of our bullpen fell off a damn cliff. Yeah. Because until that point, like our bullpen was like, okay, like, you know, has some bad days. Like there were some truly shockingly bad games, but it was like on the whole, the offense was so good and the bullpen wasn't so terrible. But from the first half of the season to the second half of the season, almost every single one of our relievers ERAs at least doubled. Yeah, well, Kimbrell, I mean, that, Craig, that's Kimbrel is the word. Craig, Craig Kimbrel, um, Joe Kelly, Drew Pom. I mean, not that we on Drew Pomeranz at all this season, but like Matt Barnes got hurt. Like Heath Hembry got worse. Almost every single player in that bullpen got worse. Yeah, drastically worse. But you know what? You you bring in someone. You bring in someone or a few people to relieve the the usage of those same guys. Okay, you're trying to tell me bringing in a guy like Jerry's Familia, you know, someone to eat up a few innings during the season and, you know, stop the pressure from getting to these other guys in the postseason and overworking these guys during the regular season. Like it would have been it would have he would have been the perfect the perfect bridge to Kimbrell. He would have been the perfect late inning guy to get to Kimbrell. And you know what? Some of those times when you didn't need Kimbrell to close out those games when, you know, the score didn't dictate it, you could have brought in Familia. You could have brought in, you know, maybe someone else. You know what I mean? My point is, is that, like, this team was not built to make a deep, deep, deep playoff run. Well, I'm sorry. It it, it was it was built it was built to, to, to get success in the playoffs. OK, but it wasn't it wasn't he didn't add to yeah. that. You know what I'm trying to say? No, Does that make sense? And that's and that's what's going to be. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, look, the thing, but the thing is, it's like, and that's why it always kills me when you say like, oh, like all those people who say, oh, we have like 108 wins, best yeah, no. best record in baseball. Cool. What the hell is that going to like? That's like a kid showing up to Harvard, being like, I was first in my class in high school. I had the best GPA. I won every award. I was like a three-letter, right. you know, j- jock, and like you know, did 25 extracurriculars and was student body president. It's a really good comparison, actually. So was every, so was well. I mean, when I went to Harvard, that's like how kids were. They were like, "Oh, I was the best in my high school." I'm like, "Cool, that's why we're all here." Now, who's the best? You know, the cream rises to the top of every situation. So now we are all big fish in a very small pond. Yeah. No, you're right. And and that was the point last year when I last year I said the Red Sox aren't good. They're just the best team in a bad division because last year the East was a bad division. The Yankees yep. weren't good. The Rays, Orioles, um, who's our other team? Jays. No one was good. We just were like the least bad team. Yeah. And no, so, right. you know, you kind of, and, and it's shown because the second you get to the actual playoffs when you have to play these other good teams, it's blatantly obvious like look at the cubs last night the cubs had september in september the cubs will had a collective batting average of 239 and yes it was a very low scoring game but the point is you know the weakest are eliminated first and i just don't like 
at this point, I don't even really like. Obviously, I want us to win the World Series. I want yeah. us to win it. No one. It's like it's, that's not the point. But at this point, all I really want is to not get eliminated in the ALDS. No, me too. Me too. Because I just want to get farther than we've gotten the last two years. Because if we have such a good team and we can't even do that, you, yeah, like, you, right, you want to show cool. improvement. Clean you want to show improvement. Like, yeah. What? Like you, and JD Martinez, Chris Sale, um, keeping Moreland, Brock Holt getting so getting healthy after last year. Xander Bogarts is like on any other team. Xander Bogarts is probably the best player in the lineup. It's just yeah. totally overshadowed by the fact that. Totally overshadowed by the fact yeah. that, um, you know, she like he. Sorry, my dog. The dog just came into the room. Um, totally overshadowed by the fact he's on Mookie and JD's team. You know, yeah. But no, like of any course. other team, Xander's the star. Um, hundred hundred and two RBIs, hundred and three RBIs, twenty something home runs. Like the guy's great. But the point is, it all means nothing when like. It just doesn't mean anything if we can't no, I, 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 do I know, better. I know what if we say. can't show improvement over yeah. the last, you know, year, and also against the Yankees, like now it's just like, oh my god, we have to play the Yankees. Buckle your seatbelts, ladies and gentlemen, because it is going to be one hell of a week for everyone. Okay, it is going to be a, an insane week. I'm, I am excited. I'm going to embrace it. Okay, I'm not going to be nervous. You embrace right. it. I'll be over I, here crying in the corner. Yes. I, because you know what? I don't I don't want to I don't want to be negative to this. I want to stay positive. You know what I mean? I I'm 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 going to embrace the excitement. It's going to be a great series for everyone. This is probably going to be the most watched baseball series playoff series in decades. This this series is going to get so many good ratings. This is probably the best thing to happen to MLB in 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 probably maybe ever. I don't know. We'll see. Um but regardless, and uh, Nesson ratings were already so good this year for the yeah. Red Sox because we were so good. Yeah, no. So it, it, the ratings are going to soar. The ratings are going to soar. And you know what? I kind of have now a conspiracy theory that the M- that MLB wanted the uh, the the Yankees to win this game so they could match up with the Red Sox for their for their ratings. But uh, that's that's for a different podcast, I guess. Um, I want to talk about. Uh, so we we discussed. Um, Sale and then Price and then Porcello and then Eovaldi. I think that's that's the correct move. You don't want Price pitching uh, in Yankee Stadium for obvious reasons. Um, I think Eovaldi uh, and Porcello. Porcello went out there in Yankee Stadium and just completely took their all of their lunch money. Um, and then Eovaldi always pitches well against the Yankees. So I think uh, that's. I think that you 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 can't do any better. Um, as as far as uh, setting up a rotation against the Yankees in the playoffs, um, I, I don't know. I, I mean, we'll we'll see we'll see what relievers he chooses, Cora chooses to uh, to to fill in those last two spots. But um, listen, I mean, you know, we'll we'll see. And then if we do get past Price, the Yankees, Sports Illustrated already has released what? a <laughs> Sports Illustrated has released a commemorative rivalry cover. Like, this is such a conspiracy oh theory. Like, a thousand, a thousand percent. It's called Curses, Clashes, Comebacks, Red Sox, Yankees. And it's like a giant picture. It's got Jeter, Poppy. Jesus. Enormous Babe Ruth right in the middle. The center of it, you've got Veritech shoving love into, the, into A-Rod's face. You got... Um, is Pedro Pedro and uh, Don Zimmer out there? 
you got is, Peter yeah. with Don Zimmer lying on the ground. Yeah. How um, how predictable is that, Sports Illustrated? Carlton Fisk, maybe? And uh, I think Bucky Dent, maybe. Oh, God. I don't know. All I know is, first of all, it seems kind of Yankee heavy. Well, what 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 is clear, it Yankee heavy there's a lot more Yankees. It's a lot more Yankee shit on here. There's like four, five, what? six, if you count Ruth. And then Veritek and Poppy. And then Ruth, if you count him as a Red Sox. So, like, you know, cool. Can we Can we talk about, I want to let out my frustrations, how uh, Don Arcello and Dennis Eckersley will not be announcing oh, the so game. I'm so upset. The Red, the Red Sox I'm game. upset about everything, obviously. That is ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I, I, I mean, just, like, I just, like, don't understand. I mean, do they think it's, like, they're good? I, I don't <laughs> like, know. Is that the thing? Like, is that, like, saying, like, if you eat too much spinach, it'll actually be bad for you? Like, I, I don't, I don't understand. Eck, and Eck and Orsillo, I mean, first of all, I just have to say, I tweeted saying I wanted that, like, a month ago. I, yeah. like, try and find it somewhere. But basically, I was, like, I was like, okay, guys, this and I wanted an Orsillo and Eckersley booth. This was not what I meant because what? <laughs> like maybe they think it's like Eck, Eck and Orsillo are too biased because they're both Boston people and Eckersley openly hates the Yankees. Like last time he was, when we were there a week and a half ago or two weeks ago, he's like, I always hated this place. <laughs> well, and, maybe, oh, maybe like, they're trying to like, take bias oh. out of it. You know, maybe but, maybe they're I trying mean, to take bias out of it. I just think it would be such like if you want to have this series be the best it can be, you want Eck and Orsillo in the booth, or at least Eckersley. Like I love Orsillo, don't get me wrong, but I'm saying yeah. for like just for the entertainment factor of Dennis Eckersley calling shit during a Sox Yankees postseason series, I'm that is rivalry stuff right there. Yeah. No. And and that I, I gets me going. That gets me going. That makes me more excited <laughs> than I am scared. I don't okay. mind Ron Darling. I don't mind Ron Darling. I, I think Ron Darling. Is, it's not is, like that though. But that's like saying you don't mind Ob, but you'd prefer Orsillo. No, I the know. The thing is, like, yeah. I was thinking, like, everyone always complains about Ob because he's not Don Orsillo, and I'm like, you know what? If you go around MLB broadcasting and you listen to other broadcasts, they're boring as hell. And yeah, they're they hokey. Are. So yeah, I'm like, are. you know what? If if Ob's only failing in life is that he's not a different person, that's not really still good. And he still has good chemistry with Remy. And you know, the only person that I really don't enjoy is Steve Lyon. Yeah, I don't. Uh, so it's like it's like if Ob, you know, even an Ob Eckersley or like, I mean, honestly, this thing would be like a David Ortiz, Dennis Eckersley. That you know, you know who's you Don know Don or Stillo Booth. Hold on, I have a better booth. Okay, not 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 to brag, How but I have a, a better booth than David Ortiz and Dennis Eckersley. I have a better booth. I have. I mean, well, I don't I, I'm, you. I'm gonna steal. I'm gonna steal Dennis Eckersley. Okay, I have Roger Clemens and Pedro Martinez. Those two guys oh, are Pedro. really. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, you know what? I don't. I don't want to say it's better because nothing's better than Poppy. But you know, I I think I wouldn't mind listening to Roger Clemens. Every game, if he if he announced it, when 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 the Red Sox go to Houston once a year or however many times a year, and he's in there in the booth, he's great. I love it. You know what I mean? He's really good. He's almost like like the Tony Romo of of uh, of the of the MLB. Um, I I like it. I enjoy listening to his broadcasts. Um, but you know what? Like you got a point. Like you know, maybe it maybe it is to take the bias out of it. But I'm I'm not excited about it. Um, no, so- I'm I'm just annoyed because I just think it's like. Honestly, especially now when, like, 
I mean, Astros Indians is like, they're two really good teams, but let's all yeah. be honest for a second. If you have the Red Sox and Yankees in the postseason for the first time since 2004, like not only is it like a long time, but it's the specific season and how you, we all know that season went down, that this is yeah. the first time since then. And you have Aaron Boone as the manager versus, you know, like such a young, talented Red Sox team. It's like now it's like we all know no one gives a crap about the Astros Indians series. It's all about this series. And that says a lot because that series, that Indians and Astros series is yeah, but like, it's like a that's series. Talent, but it's not interesting. It's interesting as yeah. hell. Are you kidding me? I, I yeah. like comparative. No, comparatively, I'm saying. Oh, no, 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 no. There, there is no comparison. Compared to a Sox Yankee series, there is no comparison. Right. You're right. You're it's right. Just you're too, right. It's, it's just like that boring thing of like, you know, too well, you know, two very well matched, talented teams. But like, all right, cool. But this is like 116 years of like the two teams that are the reason people don't get to keep the bottle caps on their beers at baseball games because <laughs> Red Sox fans and Yankees fans used to throw garbage at the players from the other teams. Like the Red, Red yeah. Sox fans and Yankees fans used to bring like broken light bulbs and batteries to each other's ballparks and whip them at the players. And that is why we don't get bottle caps on our drinks at ballparks anymore. It's not nice. Like this rivalry is as old as baseball. And the rivalry, I wrote a whole article on how the rivalry between Boston and New York has been around since literally before America was a country. Like this is a thing that spans states and centuries. Yeah. No, you're right. It, and, and it spans mention, generations. Not to mention it's the hundred anniversary of nineteen eighteen. Yes, it is. You're right. And that that was that was uh, so there's Babe, like a lot going on, and I'm very overwhelmed. That was Babe Ruth's. Uh, that was actually the last. Yup, no, nope, just don't, the Red Sox. don't say it. Yeah, uh. and it was the chance <laughs> that they taunted us for 86 years, and I I have to send a tweet. Yeah. Okay. So while she sends that tweet, SeatGeek, go get your ALDS <laughs> tickets. Okay. Whether you're seeing the Red Sox and Yankees, whether you're seeing the Astros and, and, and Indians, whether you're going to go see a Pearl Jam concert, whatever you want to do, you see Geek. Promo code BSE. That's BSE to get $20 off your first purchase. Uh, there's nothing better than SeatGeek. You can use those other services if you want to, but you'd be an idiot to use them. SeatGeek is your choice. Uh, go check them out. Um, the, I mean, yeah, you know what that 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 uh, that other series is is really good. But you know what, like I was saying, like there's no rivalry there. That's what makes it not not so interesting. And I I could definitely right, see. Right, but like, that's the point. It's like it's like yeah. all right, cool, like two good baseball teams. But like, it's like it's like when you're watching a TV show, like the couple that like dates because they think that they should date. Like oh, <laughs> like we're both like our parents are friends, and like we're both like young and attractive, so we should just date. And there's yeah. like no fire. There's nothing interesting versus like, right. you know, the actual interesting storyline that everyone actually focuses on. Yeah. That's basically what they are. They're just like that side storyline. It's like, there's nothing wrong with it. it. It's like, you know, it's fine. And if, and if this other storyline didn't exist, like I'm sure it would be more interesting. But the point is like, it, it is so pale in comparison to the Red Sox Yankees stuff that we're going to have going on this weekend that it, it, it's like, it may as well not even be happening. Piggybacking, piggybacking off your comparison, it's kind of like you know seeing uh, two people prearranged for a marriage getting a divorce. Oh, there's there's nothing wrong with that. As opposed to people who have been together for twenty years and all of a sudden there's like someone's having an affair, and then as an outsider, you're like, damn, like 
you're getting your popcorn because this is going to be one hell of a fucking show. You know what I mean? Excuse my I language. Mean, this is like but... in 2000, I mean, yeah, 2004. <laughs> it's like everyone, everyone kind of said, you know, after the ALCS was over, it's like, like that really felt like we, we reversed the curse right there. Like, obviously yeah. we had another four games that we needed to win in order to win the world series. But after we beat the Yankees, like we all knew, like we swept, we swept the cards. Like there was not even like a, a, a doubt in our minds. Like it was just like, all right, cool. So like other world series. And I feel like I've been this for weeks and now even more so now that we're facing the Yankees. But yep. I said, you know, the AL is in general is so good. Yeah, it is. There is not, there was only like one in all of the national leagues that even had 90 wins. And we have three American League teams with 100 or more wins for the first time in baseball history. Three These wins away from four. So, yeah. yeah. And not that the wins matter in the postseason, but I'm just no, saying, like, you're right. going into this postseason, it was all about the American League. To the point where, yes. like, the NL is so far behind that it took four of the teams an extra game to even figure their shit out. And meanwhile, like, the American League was just, like, soaring above them. Yeah. And... I kind of feel like it's the same thing where it's like the, the American League championships, d- division and championship series are going to be these battles. No, they are. And after that, it won't really matter. Like the World Series will be like, whatever. But it's the American League. It's not even like literally no one's the National League division series anymore. And that's crazy because yeah. the Brewers are really good and they have Christian Yelich and like, <laughs> you know, the Dodgers are here for the sixth year in a row and haven't won a World Series since 1988 about the American League. Right. No one is focusing on the national league at all no and 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 they shouldn't be because the national league teams aren't but like american league teams and you know what like even if an american league team goes into a national league team environment they can still they can still succeed they can still thrive so you know like it's especially this year to where you could say that american league is more top heavy than anything as opposed to the national league where the national league i guess is like still developing um, you know, like it, it's just, it's still the, it's still the American league. It's, it's, it's their game. It's their, it's their game. It's their, it's their series to win regardless who is going to come out of this, uh, you know, this, this playoffs on, on the AL side. I mean, you'd be stupid to bet against the AL, um, the AL as a whole, um, real quick. I just want to do some buy or sell with you real quick and obviously i'm gonna do i'm gonna do it with you um the first one is uh this postseason is different for the red sox because of home field advantage are you buying or selling um you know part of me that like obviously loves Fenway park and thinks it's magical and and we do have the best home record in baseball obviously again that's a regular season stat um wants me to say yes and and obviously the electricity at Fenway during a postseason is unrivaled like I've been I was at a, I was at game six of the World Series here in Dodger Stadium last year and that was a deciding game the Astros could have won it and I left the stadium crying at the end of the game because I was like <laughs> these teams are so unenthusiastic like you had people leaving the game in the seventh inning of a World Series game and I'm like That's what at Boston goes. you don't even sit down for the entire, yeah. entire game no. um, but anyway um, yeah so I want to say yes, but at the same time, how the Red Sox played the last two weeks of the season at Fenway against mm-hmm. the Yankees, I'm nervous. I'm still going to buy, but I'm okay. keeping my receipt. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy as well. Um, I, I think I think that uh, the Yankees. Well, 
I, you, you know, you could say that the Yankees kind of do play well in Fenway, but you know what? The Red Sox play better than anybody else in Fenway, especially this season. I know the fans are going to come out. comfort that we play better than anyone else at our own yeah. freaking ballpark. Yeah. Well, you know what? Like that, that, that they, they fought for this all year. You know, they fought for this all year, uh, you know, and, and price, you know, you get it, you get a good start theoretically at a price because he's not going to be in Yankee stadium. Um, you know, for those first two, that games. was a must. I mean, that was no, yeah, of course. Yeah. And you know, I, I think, I think it's important. These last two, these last two se- seasons when the Red Sox were in the playoffs, they did not have home field advantage. And I think that kind of, that kind of messed with them. You know what I mean? Because sale was pitching away, you, you know, sale will be sale, but, um, you know, you want him pitching at home. Um, and I think when, when you get that first game off the ground and you get that first game and if it's a win, then, you know, like you said, momentum doesn't last long in baseball in the regular season, but in the postseason, it's a little more important. Um, so I think Thankfully, it's, I, Chris sale has, I think the best record against the Yankees of any, yeah, I, there was he, some ridiculous stat from this season. Of him having like the best record, the best ERA, the lowest. He, like, yeah. he has like a one point one nine ERA against the Yankees, and it was like the lowest ERA of any pitch against the Yankees ever. Yep. Minimum yep. like fifty innings pitched or something. I don't know. It was like some something that was like a lot of the times you can take stats and kind of like skew them to fit your argument, right. but this was like a legit stat of him like being the best starting pitcher yeah. against them. And I'm just hoping that like all of this time. I'm, has just had him like you know like kind of like a guy in prison like waiting <laughs> to get out so he can like get revenge on the people who put him in there that's really like the kind of vibe I need from Chris Sale this weekend because if Chris Sale is on fire up, you know especially considering yeah. we and it's also like the, we made it this far without Chris Sale for so much of the last you know month and a half two months mm-hmm. think about how much better we would have been with him no i know you're right having him back like having really having him back not like oh he's gonna go pitch 40 pitches or two innings yeah yeah. unlimited you know he's gonna do whatever or like this you know orioles start where he like was not good like i need real chris sale (laughs) like a drug addict needs a fix like literally that will like of the things that would make me feel better right now i need chris sale I or think I need his... David Ortiz to walk into the clubhouse, <laughs> slap every single player in the face, and be like, "Are you going to disappoint me?" He, I, I don't, I don't. Thing. That would, that would also work. They have that a, they have a, they have a big monkey to get off their backs, and I think, I think right, that and... that will play. That will play. That would be that would be a very big uh, motivation factor for them. But we'll see. Um, by ourselves, Xander, well. Xander Bogarts will be the X factor for the playoffs. For the Red Sox. You know, Xander Bogarts is one of the only players left from the 2013 team. Yeah. Yeah, him and Pedroia and uh, who Him, Pedroia, but Pedroia's not playing. So, like, I, I, like yeah. I'm grateful to him, but, like, that doesn't count for me, basically. Workman, I think. I right. think Xander Bogarts could be a very big thing in this postseason. I'm going to buy yeah. 100% because he, knowing what it feels like to win. A, I mean, this is, again, one of those things where it's, like, it sounds you know, like a bunch of like emotional crap, but it's not knowing what it feels like to win a world series 
knowing what it feels like to actually taste postseason success versus yeah. not ever having tasted it or yeah. only failure like David Price. <laughs> and that's not, no, that's not an insult. That's like factual. No, it, no, it, yeah, yeah. Never enjoyed postseason success. Xander yeah. Bogarts is one of the only guys on this team who can be like, guys, trust me. You want this. You need to want it. Like he is one of those guys that can be like, this is a nothing will compare to this feeling and him knowing what it's like him having been through it, especially in a season as crucial as 2013. Yeah. I think he will be, I think not only offensively considered an amazing, also he's one of the best shortstops in baseball. Yep. But I, I just all around think that Xander Bogarts is so crucial to this team's success right now. When you, when you talk about someone being, you know, bringing that poppy factor, um, uh, he, he, you know, and he, yeah, we're going to need to he, rent David Ortiz real quick, but you know what? Like you're talking about, I, I would, I'm comfortable in saying that Xander Bogarts is almost like he's a year away from being a veteran already at 25 years old. But he, but I say that because he's, no, been I mean, he's, I, I already consider him, I already consider him a veteran, not yeah. age wise, but in terms of experience, -wise. experience, exactly. He's been through everything. He's been through really good teams. He's been on last place teams, I believe. Right. Pretty sure. Um, and well, he's been on our team. He's been on our team. Was 2013 was his, his rookie debut. season? Mm hmm Okay. So he has been on our team in very good times and very bad times. Because right. we had losings the next two years. Yeah. And then we had first place division seasons. He has – Xander Bogarts has been with us for – all kinds of seasons now. He has been with us for the best possible season. He's been with us for one of the worst seasons. Yep. And he has been with us for seasons where we really should have done better and we didn't. So he knows exactly how every single one of those feels. And he exactly. also is a player who has been healthy and has been seriously injured. So he literally has the full scope of emotions surrounding this kind of situation. And it's not a timing thing. And like like he, now that I and now that I think about it, that's like so crucial. Having someone like that is so crucial. Yeah. One of the reasons David Ortiz was so crucial to this team is because he had literally seen it all. Yeah, he has. Yeah. And I you know, I I I think it's not a timing thing more than the fact that it's uh Xander Bogarts was one of the first ones brought up out of this out of this co this core of, of young players. You know, him and Jackie were one of the first. They were they were two yeah, of the first JBJ, players brought JBJ up. JBJ was not thirteen, wasn't he? The JBJ, JBJ was before Bogarts. Yeah, yeah, what? he was. JBJ yeah, on yeah. the twenty thirteen team. Pretty Did sure. He play? I'm looking Did it up. He? I don't know. I may, maybe I'm wrong. I, I, I maybe really I'm wrong. don't think so. No. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he came up in fourteen. But regardless, he him and him and Says JBJ thirteen. I don't, he didn't get a ring though. I don't know. But he, uh, they got they got brought up around the same time. That's what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? So he was the you, opening day left fielder on the for 2013 opening day at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He did not play in the postseason, but he got a ring. Oh wow! Um, okay, so Jackie Bradley Jr. has a he, ring that <laughs> I did was, not know. He, that. Was, <laughs> he was he was he was playing when Victorino was on the DL, and then he was sent. He went back and forth ah. between the Sox and Pawtucket when when Victorino was like injured. Yeah. Um, he only played he only played thirty seven major league games that year, 
but he had three homers and 10 RBIs and two stolen bases. Um, yeah. So, like, you know. Right. No, that, that's interesting. I, I didn't realize that he had a ring. But, well, good for him. But, you know, regardless, uh, that goes to um, – I, I, I wrote an article about how Zayna Bogart should be the captain of the Red Sox, and I think that this is one of the moments where he can really um, – where you know that that will really show for him. Um, so you I know. I hundred agree, and I also, especially considering like you know, Dustin Pedroia has had his chance to be a team leader of this team as a veteran. Like de facto, you would think that the gauntlet would go to him, like the yeah. mantle. Sorry, but he doesn't um, want it. But he, he literally does not want it. He yeah. openly has said he does not want it, which I personally think is a little disappointing because you know especially like last year when there was the whole thing going down with Price and Eckersley and John Farrell was clearly just like had no control over his own clubhouse or like his players and they didn't have their respect. Like I, that was actually my first article for WTP sports was like, this is after, and it was about the Eckersley price thing, basically saying the Red Sox need a captain. Mm -hmm. Captains are not essential to teams, but they mean a lot. Like look at, like look at Veritek. Veritek was the heart and soul of this team. Yeah. And like, that is something, you know, that is something that really unites a team, especially when you have as many young guys as the Red Sox do, guys like Devers and even Bogarts himself, though he is a seasoned vet now and I don't see him as much as he is one of the young guys. He's my age I or he's a little bit older than me. I, I see him as a veteran and I see him as a leader. I really think it would behoove them. I think it would benefit them to make him I think a so captain too. and just kind of have a guy who like you know people rally around as the captain i think that that when you have a team this young that has experienced both so much success and so much failure in the last two years especially in the postseason and so much upheaval that's the kind of time when you need a captain yeah and 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 he 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 takes high stress situations very well you know when you when you talk about three uh, of our 10 grand slams yeah, when this when you talk team, about who, who, who had who, zero grand slams last year, and Xander Bogarts has three, thirty percent of our grand slams are Xander Bogarts. He also has outdone himself offensively. He's far surpassed. He more than doubled his stats from last year for home runs. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and absolutely. he's a phenomenal shortstop. He is, and I, you know what? A lot of people may not have seen it last year even though he was injured basically throughout the entire season but he was still playing he was still trying he was still trying but you know what like i don't i think people got the wrong idea about xana bogarts last year i think this is his breakout season and i think that it's the sky's the limit with this kid he was a stud he was a stud though 2013 really when you talk talk breakout seasons i mean one of the one of the great rookie seasons yeah right there absolutely amazing but Absolutely. yeah, I do agree that this is really like, this is really a magnificent season for him. And I've been literally like, I every time he had one of these big hits the last two months, I would go back and retweet the same tweet I had from like June or July, <laughs> where it was like, don't let the fact that Mookie and JD are on this team distract you from the fact that X has been giving it to them. Because honestly, like if you put him on a team, I mean, not even one of the garbage teams. If you put him on like a, almost any team, he is a he is the star. He is. You know. He is. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um so I I I do think uh he's he's going to be a tremendous X factor in the playoffs too. Um Literally. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Yeah, literally. I, I did not mean a pun as well in that when I wrote that down. But regardless, you know what I mean. Um, David Price will be an X factor for the play for the Red Sox in the playoffs. What do you got? All right. What else? What else are we buying and selling tonight? David <laughs> Price. <laughs> yeah. What do you got? I mean, we're, we've already talked about this a lot, so I'll keep yeah, it short. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to buy. I want to buy so bad because I feel like, in terms of my own personal growth in the David Price department this year, <laughs> I have come very far, and so has he. Yes, you have. And I said, I said at the, I said during spring training or like before the open, sometime at the beginning of the season, before the season started, I said, I want to believe in David Price. I want to root for him. I don't want to keep hating him. And I'm very happy that he has done so well the second half of the season, especially considering this is an opt-out year for him in his contract. But you know what? It means nothing if you cannot. And, and, this is, and this is him, but this is also any pitcher in baseball history. Mm-hmm. If you cannot pitch in the postseason – you will never be remembered as a great pitcher. You will be remembered as a pitcher who couldn't hack it in the most high-stress ultimate situations. When you were going for the ultimate glory, you choked. Yeah. Guys like that don't make the Hall of Fame. They don't get remembered. They don't get celebrated. They are not loved. Their numbers are not retired. They are not venerated. And I honestly think that David Price deserves at least the chance to have one good postseason because honestly also it probably sucks for him oh absolutely like think about he's literally been in the postseason so i let's see oh actually he's been in the postseason he's been in the postseason like nine times over like 11 series or something he's been in 10 series 10 series Um, i literally had it up right now Nine seasons. Um, Over it'll be it'll be ten seasons, counting two thousand eighteen. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean. So his postseason record over seven ALDS appearances, he has a five point three ERA with thirty two earned runs, nine yeah. of them homers. He's been to the postseason eight times, but his teams have only made it past the ALDS twice, and that's not the Red Sox. Yeah, that's uh, and against the Yankees, his career ERA as of July. Now it'll be a tiny bit lower, but his career ERA versus the Yankees with the Red Sox was eight point four three in July, with forty four earned runs, thirteen homers, given up over forty seven innings. Yeah, so he's almost averaging a run per inning against them. He's two and six against them, but at Yankee Stadium, he's zero and five with a ten point four four ERA. So thankfully, that's not an issue. But the right. point is, his ERA is not drastically better overall than it is at Yankee Stadium. No, it's not. It's not. And his ER and his and the number of earned runs, which is even higher now than it was when I wrote this, is terrifying. So as much right. as I really want to be like, okay, he's been incredible. The point is, David Price to this point has been a head case against the Yankees, mm-hmm. and this will be. His decide like I said, I said I my article this season was literally called "This is David Price's deciding deciding season." Now this is David Price's deciding game because if yeah. he cannot win against the Yankees at Fenway Park in his third straight ALDS with us, he's done. 
That's it. There is no coming back from that disappointment in that setting. He's done in Boston. There, there's literally no way that you can rehab yourself with the city and its fans if you fuck this up. I, I, I agree. Um, and I think that you, you have a very good point where uh, when, when, when you mentioned uh, pitchers not being able to perform in the postseason. Um, I want to bring to everyone's attention a man called Clayton Kershaw. Um, Clayton Kershaw is just a freak of nature in the regular season. Um, he has a, a career 2.39 ERA that is astronomical. He he hasn't had an e- he hasn't had an ERA over three since 2008, which was his rookie year. Okay, he is undoubtedly uh, a must Hall be of Famer. nice. Must be nice. His postseason ERA is 4.35. So when 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 we when we talk about guys who um who you know can't can't perform in the postseason, Kershaw is known for that. Kershaw is obviously a Hall of Famer, but I think there's a very big blemish on his career that he is not able to perform in in the postseason when it all matters. You know what I mean? And so I think I think that that the point that you're making is probably the best point uh, about the criticism that David Price gets. And it's it's listen, it's it's no one's fault. We're not reaching for insults for the guy. I don't even think it's an insult. It's just a it's fact not, that no, I'm like I, I people are going to. Say- say like oh like you hate like I have friends who are like huge David Price fans and they're like you know they're like you know you're such a hate like this is like people are gonna be like oh you're such a hater I'm like no I'm literally reading you stats that David Mm -hmm. Price is not good against the Yankees and he's not good at the in the postseason and that is a lethal combination in the worst way yeah and therefore you know this is his chance the pressure is on I feel for him because honestly it's like you know, if this was Oakland, it would probably be a lot easier for him to make it through a postseason start against them. Because yeah. this is like, he already has the burden of how bad he is in the postseason, and he has the burden of how bad he is against the Yankees. And you combine that, and you really worry. Like, I'm, I'm genuinely concerned for him. This is not well, me trying to be a bitch about him. This is not me trying to no, like, no. wish him ill will. He is on my team. I want him to destroy the Yankees. I want to be able to cheer for him. I don't want to hate him. I don't want to hate any of these guys. I'm stating actual facts yes. that prevent me from going like, oh, David Price is going to do his thing. Like, what's his thing in the postseason? Giving up runs? What's his thing with the Yankees? Giving up runs? That doesn't make me confident. There's no way for me to be confident about that. Yeah, no, and, and you know what? It's like when, getting cheated on and then having a guy be like, oh, don't worry, I won't hurt you. Really? Because I've been cheated on before. Yeah, no, and and it's, I, I don't know. Well, he, he, has, he has a chance to, I think, you know what? I think that if he has a tremendous postseason this year, everything in Red Sox past about David Price is going to be wiped away. Everything he's gonna he's gonna start off with a clean slate. He'll you know if he if he gets if he gets the ball op- on opening day next year at Fenway Park, he is gonna get a standing ovation. I think everyone is gonna forget about it if he just does the damn thing in the postseason. And like yeah, you, you said, th- do you think he's gonna do it? Do I think he's gonna do it um, against the Yankees? I don't think so. But that's just what the numbers have shown. I mean, but you know what? At the same time, he knows what he needs to do. Okay, he knows what he needs to do, and he's done it before. He hasn't done it before in the in the postseason, 
but he's done it before in the regular season, and that does count for something. It may not count for nothing, you know, it may not count for much, but it does count for something. So, you know, I, I think I think that he, you know, if he gets over this hump, especially if he gets over this this hump of beating the Yankees in the postseason, he's going he's 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 gonna be very motivated if if the Red Sox make it to the next round. And I think that says for a lot. So, you know, we'll 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 see. Um, I'm rooting for the guy too. Uh, I'm 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 gonna buy it. I think that if David Price is really on his game, this changes the entire chemistry of the team, um, and I think I think that the team it w- will be that much better. Um, and you know, it, it not rooting for David Price is kind of like you know uh, wishing the pilot that on that uh, wishing the pilot who is driving your plane who is flying your plane to crash. It, it makes no sense. So we we right, all want David Price. Not, you know what no I mean? one's no one. When we say we're not buying him, or that we're like tentative, or like listing all of our concerns, that's not us rooting against him or being negative. Right. That's just us going into it with our eyes open, not bullshitting each other or bullshitting any of you. Because you know, like I'm never going to be that fan that like sits there and's like everything's perfect. They're amazing. Like, no, because I don't consider that being a real fan. You can love your team and still be accurate and realistic about the very large, maybe insurmountable issues that are facing them in this uphill Mm -hmm. battle. That just makes you a real person. Anyone else, I'm just like, okay, well, you're like not a real person. Like, what do you also think our country is currently functioning very well? You can love America (laughs) and understand that America has problems. You can love Red Sox and think that they have problems. You can like, like, to me, that's like kind of the point. The point is like loving something and Red Sox fans know that better than anyone because we had an 86 year drought and people mm-hmm. love this team. They waited their entire lives to see them win a world series. Yep. You can love this team and still be like, this team is fucking killing me. And that's me about once every three days. That's me. Every time <laughs> Rafael Devers makes like an MLB most error for the 25th time this season. Like, that's what baseball is. Baseball is not perfect all the time. And our team is still incredible. But the point is there are actual things to be concerned about. And I'm not going to like sit here and let them fester inside of me and not like talk about them and pretend that like this ALDS is going to be a cakewalk. It's not, it is a huge, huge challenge that we have facing ourselves right now. I I agree. Um, I'm going to go off. I'm going to go off the the script here and I'm going to, I have one more by ourselves for us. Um, oh and boy. I think it, it's great. It's great uh, to piggyback off what you just we said. We had two more. Though. Um, we we yeah, but we're we're kind of running low on time. Um, so here's 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 the buy or sell. Okay, uh, Rafael Devers is the starting third baseman for the playoff uh, roster. Oof. What do you what do you got? I mean, look. Devers has been really good offensively against the Yankees. Yeah. As a defensive player, he leaves so much to be desired. Yep. Which is not entirely his fault. We've talked about this before. He's 12 years old. Yes, you're right. He, you know, (laughs) I'm pretty sure he still, he led the league in errors this season. It was close between him and, and uh, oddly enough, it, it was between him and Andujar. Um, yeah, well, yeah. Har- considering considering we saw two of those terrible yeah. Andujar misses, you know, <laughs> in like That's one right, yeah. ten minutes in like the ninth inning of that game, I'm not surprised. <laughs> but the point is, okay, great. So at least we have that matchup. Um, yeah. Actually, that's a very interesting it, matchup you got going on there. But it, that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I am worried about Devers because these Yankee guys hit and he is not good defensively. On the one hand, we made it through the World Series to the World Series with Manny Ramirez as our outfielder. Yeah, that was and a that dude overran balls like it was his job. <laughs> but Devers is not good at throwing a first. We've talked about the idea that he should play first base because I then, it, uh, yeah. you know, you eliminate the problem right there. It's overdue. That's I'm just worried because he already has shown that he could have benefited a lot from a little bit more time in the minors from a defensive standpoint. And now mm-hmm. we are really throwing him in the deep end. I, I, I think you're right. I, I, I think I'm going to buy it only because, um, I, I mean, you really want his bat in the lineup and you really need Jackie Bradley in the outfield. So you don't want to DH him. Oh no. I mean, you, you know need, what I mean? No, you need, you need Jackie Bradley. There's yeah. no question. Yeah. Against the team with the most home runs in a single season in major league history. Mm-hmm. You need Jackie Bradley. There's, there's yeah. literally, that's like, that's not even a thing. That's, yeah. that's no question. Especially also because I have to say Jackie Bradley jr. Has been hitting his second half of the season was a lot better than the first. And especially the month of like September or the last like six weeks of the season, JBJ was a reason that we had a lot, like he had a lot of tying runs. He had a lot of RBIs. He's yep. on base a lot. I am not, I am, I have very little problem with JBJ in any capacity right now. I'm very happy with him right and, now. Right. But I'm saying, you know what? Yeah. Like, and he also, even though he was not playing in the postseason in 2013, he was on that team. He's another guy with a lot of experience with this team in good and bad. And he also, as a person on this team individually has faced a lot of adversity and backlash mm-hmm. and has worked really hard on himself this season. And he yeah. also is, I, I, Honestly, if he doesn't win the gold glove this year, we riot. Like, there's there's no possible way. It's like Mookie with the MVP. There's, I don't understand how he, how anyone else could say that JBJ isn't the gold glove. Well, if you, but back I mean, to Devers. <laughs> we 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 okay, can discuss that. On, we can discuss that in the last episode. I, pro- I or the next episode. I promise, because we we can talk we're about that. We're gonna have that a busy weekend, Justin. Yeah, me yeah. And you. We have a busy yeah. weekend. We that um, is. I'm actually Devers, just thinking about I, the. <laughs> I want Devers back. I want Devers back in the lineup. Yeah, we're gonna have to figure out what we're gonna. Yeah. <laughs> just keep the just keep Google Hangouts on for the whole weekend. Um, <laughs> I want Devers in the lineup too, but I also my thing basically with him is like, and Cora also has like this very big brotherly soft spot for him, which is sweet, but I also don't really have the time for that right now. Like this is this is this is playoff time. This is not kumbaya and um it'll get better buddy like you know try it again now here's here's this, that's here's, not what this is this is this is this is Sox yankees postseason and thankfully i think as someone who was in a world series last year and was on our 07 world series team cora knows the stakes here he was with the red Sox for this stuff yeah but i really don't have the patience like if devers has a bad first game give me nunez give me holt like I don't I, – I will not – I don't have the patience for Cora doing his whole, like, wait and see, give people a chance thing right now. This is – this is – it's, you know, here's, here's something interesting. Kind of stuff. Here's something, here's something interesting that I can add into the mix. Do you remember uh, last season, Devers' postseason? He had a really good postseason. Yes, he yeah. did. He had yes. an inside-the-park home run, and I actually dedicated an article to him. <laughs> 
um, after that because he, I was like, you were one of the only good things about this entire postseason. Yeah. I was, I was at the game. I was at game four when he hit the inside the park homer. Um, I said, I said, I want to start with Rafael Devers, who is the definition of a wonderkind, the youngest player on the Red Sox, nay, in the entire minor league, major league contributed more than his most of his teammates in the past two games and made history doing so had a two run homer and an additional RBI on Sunday and a history making ninth inning inside the park home run in Monday's loss his per- first postseason homer on Sunday made him the youngest Red Sox player ever to homer in a postseason game and he joined Mickey Mantle Bryce Harper Manny Machado Miguel Cabrera and Andrew Jones as the only players to homer in the postseason before the age of 21. So I think that's very interesting to add into the mix. You know, he and has, on Monday he became the young, and then the next day, Game Four, when I was there, he became the youngest player in baseball history to hit an inside the park homer in a postseason game. Now, obviously, that's inside the park homers are much more rare than regular homers. But when you weigh as much as he, but did. when, but, but in the history of the entire Major League Baseball postseason history, you know, that's over a hundred years. It's Rafael Devers. Yeah. And it was the first one, sadly, it was the first, it was the the last postseason inside the park home run before that was in 20, in 2006 and RIP Oakland A's. It was an Oakland A's guy, Mark Kotze, Kotze, whatever his name is. Um, And Dever, sorry, this was like, I just was so into this because it was such a cool thing to witness because I was just there in the rain, standing there screaming for like 10 minutes while they tried to figure out where the ball was. Devers inside the park homer was the first Red Sox postseason inside the park homer since Larry Gardner on October 11th, 1916. So that's over a hundred years between postseason inside the park Red Sox home runs. So, you know, he doesn't need to work on his bat flips though. He's really weird with his bat flips. I I don't need him bat flipping. I'm and I'm not against bat flipping. I'm kidding. I don't care about bat flips. I just think it's so funny because he's like (laughs) so weird about it. (laughs) Well, you know what? Like I don't know. Maybe 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 we get a bat flip out of him this this postseason. Hopefully we do. But um, you know, and and you you see that video going around on Twitter where it's like Mookie Betts has zero RBIs in the postseason. Blah blah. blah. No one brings up Rafael Devers who had one one series in the postseason and five RBIs. So. Uh, next time anybody wants to bring up that video, uh, you know, you could, you could, you could throw endeavors in there as well. Who has? Why a 13... are there so many Yankees on my Twitter timeline right now? Because I'm everyone throw else computer out the window. Because everyone else is not playing baseball because they, uh, they're the one seed or the two seed or the three seed. So you know, we we don't need to be on Twitter. Um, closing thoughts, wrapping up. Um, we have a long weekend ahead of us. We have a long week ahead of us. Uh, everyone buckle your seatbelts. It's going to be a crazy ride. Like I said, um, and you know what, regardless of if we win or lose, we will make it through. I promise you. Um, and we will see you guys soon. Gad, did you want to add to anything? Are you okay? Let us pray. (laughs) I'm I'm not kidding. I'm going to go to synagogue on Friday. (laughs) Go to synagogue on Friday. Go to I'm yoga. Gonna my, I'm gonna have after my dad that. like do you know? I'm gonna go see like a voodoo woman. I'm gonna have right. my dad make the entire <laughs> congregation say a prayer. Um, I got my crystals. I'm gonna do my LA hippie thing. I'm gonna do my yoga every day this weekend. Like I am doing everything I possibly can. I'm gonna wear my 2004 ALCS sweatshirt, which has been my lucky charm for the past 
14 years. Um, I'm going to go to Manhattan. I'm actually I'm gonna going to Manhattan Red Sox, tomorrow. I Red Sox under, I have Red Sox underwear. Like I got everything. I'm just going to everything. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to Manhattan tomorrow. So I'm just going to do what I know best. And I'm going to yell at home and well, I'm not going to act like homeless people. I'm just going to yell at homeless people. (laughs) Um, hopefully, hopefully that could do the trick, but, um, I used to wear my Oh four sweatshirt on campus when I was a freshman at Columbia just to piss people off. Yeah. I mean, and I, I bet, I bet that worked. So on that note, (laughs) on that note, we will see you guys, um, uh, I don't know, hopefully soon. Uh, in the next few days, we're going we're gonna to give these, uh, these two ALDS games a ride, and then we're going to come back for some analysis and then some projections. We'll see you guys then. Thank you. Take care.